Welcome Sports Squire community to the weekly quick clip recap, how exercise can positively affect your brain. This comes from the third episode of Build a Better Brain on the Sports Squire podcast. I hope you all will tune in for that. Even if you've listened to the Build a Better Brain, this will give you some repetition to strengthen and confirm those positive exercise habits that you are currently creating. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to it, it's a really strong encouragement to let you know all of the different impacts of how different driving forces throughout your control can impact your brain in a positive way. As we push forward into this Thursday, I hope you all will stick around as we talk about hinge, squat, press, and pull. These are foundations of strength and conditioning programs. I'm going to take a deep dive into all four of those and tell you why you should be putting this into your weekly periodizations and your training programs. Enjoy the quick clip recap. One of the other things that is extremely fascinating is that exercise boosts the production of what we call BDNF, which is a brain-derived neurotrophic factor. BDNF, BDNF supports the function and survival of many neurons in your brain, which can help with stress resistance. With better resistance to stress, your brain operates more efficiently when it comes to cognitive tasks like mood regulation, learning, um, also simple tasks like respiration, heart rate, and immune system function. You know, and on top of that, so the, the cool thing is, is that there ha- there's been no pharmacological invention that can mimic the effect of what I just told you about that brain-derived neurotrophic factor. There, there's no pill you can take that can help with the survival of the neurons in your brain, which helps with stress resistance. The only thing that they've shown that effectively uh, helps with that is exercise. So, you know, from, uh, you know, a neurology standpoint, that is something that we all should be, you know, extremely excited about is that we have control and a proactive approach. Um, and, and essentially, that's kind of how our, our maker designed us to be, uh, to almost allow us to have an advantage in our environment. When you look at mood, um, your brain has opioid receptors. So I think we're all uh, aware of the opioid, uh, you know, epidemic, pan- whatever, in, in the entire world in, in regards to, you know, people getting addicted to pain pills. Your brain has certain opioid receptors. And when you exercise, your brain produces endorphins that mimic the same pharmacological response that you receive when you take a pill that is an opioid. But yet you don't have the toxicity, the side effects of, uh, of taking that pill. Um, another fascinating thing is that scientists have also discovered that in mice, the fun receptor, another fun receptor at play with exercise is, you know, cannabinoid, essentially cannabis receptors, uh, which are activated uh, you think, talk about cannabis, it's like marijuana, right? Um, you know, marijuana is, is, you know, when they've looked at functional MRI studies, it highlights and excites a certain part of your brain that allows you to feel a certain euphoric response. And these scientists have found in animal studies that uh, these, these same receptors that are responsive to the cannabis or marijuana are also heightened during certain, uh, you know, periods of being able to extend uh, your heart rate and getting into what we call the runner's high, um, which, you know, you can get this, uh, you know, same feeling without running. You can do other modes of exercise or training, but essentially 
Uh, you know, this is your brain's positive reinforcement for exercise. It's its reward system. It's rewarding you uh, for exercising. So if there's anything that, that you can take away from this, it's as uncomfortable as training and exercise can be uh, and, and how miserable you can sometimes feel, you will get more from your brain out of exercising than you could ever put in. Um, so be encouraged by that. There's a couple studies as well that I wanted to kind of point out, and, and I pointed out a couple uh, of these. You know, one is a pediatric study, one is a, a, a gerontology study. And the point of both of these is to show the benefit of exercise and training on not just uh, one, any one given population. You know, I think it's, it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's duly noted that exercise and training has been, prof- you know, essentially proven. Uh, to improve, you know, mental uh, cognition and, and different complex tasks and both. So I want to start off first with uh, with the Journal of Orthopedics. They did a, uh, a study uh, on United States kids, so only kids in the United States. The researchers looked at the effects of daily sports over the course of a year. So predictably, the children got fitter, but what was more notable was a significant improvement in executive control functions. Again, going back to the, the front lobe prefrontal cortex, like maintaining focus, reducing distractions, and handling multiple tasks and keeping their attention. So at having a son that's that's six years old and that's in sports, you know, I, I think it's so cool. For one, I think us as parents, you know, some people uh, get caught up in the wrong uh, reasons for why their kids are in sports, you know, and hopefully, you know, as we look at the longevity of sports, and uh, we look at the benefits of sport. There are so many healthy habits that that can come out of it, and so many positive traits uh, that you can build up throughout the years in, in your uh, adolescence that will help you to become a more mature, uh, mature, mature adult, and I think help you to build, you know, a stronger brain that allows you to deal with, you know, a lot of different life circumstances. So. Uh, great study there. You know, it just shows that, you know, it's not just all about fit. It shows that these kids are actually showing increased function and increased control over, uh, you know, focus, distractions, multiple tasks, attention. Um, the second study was from the study from the Journal of Gerontology. There was participants ranging from the ages of 60 to 79 years old. They were split into two groups. The first exercised at an intensity level, about 50% of their heart rate reserve increasing to 70% over a six-month period. The other group did a non-aerobic training program focused on whole body stretching. The higher-intensity group showed significant increase in brain volume associated with cognitive functions, such as the ability to do complex tasks, problem-solve, and pay attention. The overarching theme there is essentially, the, the study shows the evidence that your brain is very plastic. You know, sometimes we have the thought that we're too old we're past our prime. We can't do some of the things that we did in our youth. So why even try? And what this study shows with you know 60 to 79 year olds is that they're sh- they're having increased cognitive functions through regular exercise and through getting their heart rate up over a six month period. Um, and I just think that that is fascinating. And um, you know, so I-, I hope you know looking at an overarching theme of how that exercise, the frontal cortex plays into controlling mood regulation. Uh, you know, it, it plays an impact because of 
the executive functions uh, of, of being able to look at focus, distractions, you know, essentially managing other parts of your brain um, that are controlling certain emotions. Uh, extremely important. So for any of you out there that are stuck in a rut, uh, COVID-19, 2020 has been a rough year for a lot of us. Um, you know, a lot of the things that we're used to no longer are the norm. And, and for us, we have to come up with a proactive solution that's going to help us build a better and stronger brain. I hope that recap was helpful for all of you. I apologize for the summer cold that I was experiencing when we recorded Build a Better Brain. So you have to put up with that for uh, the rest of the, the, the segment if you haven't already listened to that. But I want to encourage you to go back, listen to it if you haven't, and stay tuned for this Thursday's Hinge Squat Press and Pull segment. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Sports Squire podcast. Check out the show notes for anything you missed during today's episode. Click subscribe if you haven't already to ensure you get updates on the latest Sports Squire episodes. And remember, as a Sports Squire, your greatest self is found at the intersection of knowledge and action. Don't be normal, be a Sports Squire.